you know, when you're in that situation, when you have nothing to lose, there's no way but uh, take advantage of it. Do not take it easy. Do not stay comfortable because comfort is really our number one enemy here. Even if you're comfortable, you know, you have nothing to lose. There's no way but up. What is it, fam? This is your host, May Bernilio, and welcome to the Scale on Socials podcast, the show for social media managers and service providers who want to grow a profitable online business. This is a space where you learn how to sign clients, bring in more income, and make more impact. All these without complicated tech or complex funnels. Instead, we'll go with simple yet powerful methods that you can use right now. Over the past years, I've grown from charging $2 per hour into growing my flagship program, helping service providers hit five dollars to $10,000 cash months, all through socials. Social media can change your life if done right. And I am here to share with you the best lessons I've learned in this journey in hopes that it can help yours too. Let's get into the goods of today's podcast. When I'm encountering people for the first time in the DMs, I... I have my perceptions, you know. It was very, very clear to me at that time that you were here to win. You're here to conquer. And true enough, three years down the line, you have built so much. And we show a lot of surface level things online. People see the wins. People see the highlights. The more important part that I would like to bring out from this call are really the moments, the decision-making moments, the milestones, the big things And the down days, the high days, like these things are not all shown. And this is what I'm going to be asking you today. So let's start with our questions. I want to make sure that we are asking the important questions. But Sheena is the star of the day. I want to start by asking Sheen, three years, you started early 20s. What pushed you to start so early? I guess it was really the responsibility that I had and at an early age coach in February 2020, before the pandemic hit the globe. And I have just resigned from my first ever job after graduating in college. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend told me, why don't you try out freelancing? You have the skill set and you can monetize that because his sister was a VA back then. And... He told me that I have the skills and I I can actually monetize it. So, you know, 20-year-old me with nothing to lose. I really, you know, took the risk. I looked into it and I researched about it. Because honestly, even if I fail in this opportunity, because I was still so young back then. I was only 20 years old when I started freelancing. And when I quit my job, I was just, waiting for another opportunity to come in because I've always wanted to become a flight attendant. But I was still working on myself before. That's why I haven't applied. That was February 2020. And remember, March 2020, the pandemic hit the globe. So I wasn't really able to actually pursue that. And luckily, while everyone is getting laid off from their jobs, I stumbled upon freelancing. Because my boyfriend introduced me to it. So I'm really thankful for him for that. So long story short, I took a VA course. I immediately invested in myself. I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I immediately invested. I asked for money from my mom. I told her that I am going to be taking this course because I want to learn something while waiting for an opportunity to become a flight attendant. And... She's really supportive and so thankful. Even though she doesn't understand, up until now, she doesn't understand what I'm doing. But she always supports me. So long story short, I was, I've taken that course, that VA course, and I was able to land two clients in Upwork. But then I realized that after that, it wasn't for me. Virtual assistants, it's not for me. I do not want to become a virtual assistant, a social media manager. So again, I look for another coach, another course who would help me niche down. So I was able to find another coach and she helped me niche down into branding and web design. And I was able to hit 30,000 pesos, 50,000 pesos, 70, 90. And for some reason, I couldn't seem to break through the 100K months. I was getting frustrated already because it's been months. 
And I've been hitting 70, 90, 70, 90. And I can't seem to break through it. That's why I decided again to invest in myself and look for a coach mm-hmm. who will help me just hit those income goals consistently. And luckily, I stumbled upon Coach Lee in January 2021. I started in February 2020. And in February 2021, that's the only time that I was able to hit 100K consistently. So even though you know I made it look so easy, it was actually a journey to go there. And it took me several coaches to be able to fully achieve that. Because when I invested in Coach Me, I, I couldn't forget that day because I was so fearful. I was so scared to actually invest in OBS because we all know that it's a huge investment. And back then, guys, I only had 50,000 pesos in my bank account. And the investment was 125,000 pesos back then. It was just two five back then. And I'm so grateful because I'm still part of OBS now that it's 5K. I didn't have money that amount in my bank account yet. 125,000 pesos, that's not in my bank account yet. And yet I took the risk. And I'm so glad I did because 14 days after investing in OBS, I was able to hit my first 100K Amazing. month. And two months after, I was able to make my investment back and more. And I'm really so grateful that I've made that very scary decision for my business, for my career. Because if I hadn't done that, maybe it took me longer. Hmm. If I hadn't invested in myself, maybe it would have taken me longer. But because I took the risk and I found that on the other side of fear is the success that I was looking for. I, I wanted to achieve for myself. So I'm so glad that even though I was so fearful, I made the risk. And it's the best decision that I've made for my business. Even until now, I'm still so thankful that I I made that decision. I love that. Thank you, Sheen. Um, I want a follow-up question for that because you mentioned jumping into a program like you invested very early and i think one of the best things about getting you know building a business is you can literally hire support but we also cannot discount that when you're investing something that big or not not even the amount big or small when you're investing on something there's so many things that goes inside your head right and there's so much uncertainty and there's so much like questioning of can i really do this can i make this big what is going to happen so all of those things are happening and there's uncertainty. You were a VA. So many things are happening. When did you start to understand that amidst all the certainty, this is going to be big? This is going to be a full-time thing. This is going to be something that's more than just a side hustle. When did you know that? Because there's so much questioning and uncertainty, but you were in the middle of it and you're like, no, I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to do this. What was that light bulb moment? I could still clearly remember that. It was November 2020, and I had no clients back then. I had zero clients. And I reflected. I looked into what is happening in my business and realized that the only thing that is making my business unstable is because of myself. I wasn't treating my business like a business. I wasn't showing up for it every single day consistently. I only show up for it when I feel like it. I only look for clients when I'm in the mood to do my region. And that is such a huge slap on my face that the only thing that is stopping me from achieving is myself. Because I can control what I'm going to do. And I guess that was really the, the turning point. I can still remember that day I decided to tell myself that if I want this business to be a success, I'm going to treat it like a business. If you want to have a business, treat it like a business. So show up like a businesswoman that you are envisioning. Show up as that even though the money is not reflecting in your bank account yet, you have to show up as if you have the money already, as if you have the clients already. That's how I decided. It was in November 2020. And I just really decided that day that I'm going to make this happen. I'm not going to stop until I make it a success. I know myself, I'm just really that kind of person that 
I would, I'm unstoppable basically, right? There are failures along the way. There are rejections along the way, but that doesn't really stop me. Yeah, so I feel like it is really a decision that you make. It is really an internal shift more than anything that's happening on the outside because it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to make this full-time when there are a ton of clients. It's easy to say that when you're getting a ton of referrals. Like when things are going good, it is easy to say, okay, this is going to be a success. But I, I really want to commend you because those kinds of moments are the life-changing moments where you're like, it's a decision. When you decide that you're accountable for the results that you're getting, you're also becoming powerful because now you know that if this failure... I don't want to call it failure, but you know what I mean when I say like this moment that's happening in my life right now is my is my doing. When you have that embracing of the down days, you're accountable. You can also understand that, oh, if, if that's because of me, then the success is also going to be because of me because you are in control, right? Exactly. And I heard one of the early coaches, and this is generally a universal law that your mindset is what creates your reality. So if you are acting based on where you are, you're going to get the results based on where you are. If you want to get different level results, then you're going to have to act, move, think, and live the way that that person is. So I think that's literally what happened with you. You were clear with what you want. And so you decided to make a shift. And I'm asking this question because as we start, there is a lot of uncertainty and fear and doubt. And it does not mean that it's there, we cannot succeed. It can be there and you can still succeed despite all those feelings. So my question is, you mentioned that you had nothing to lose. What role did that play as you were figuring it out? Because you're like, I have nothing to lose. So regardless, if I fail on this, whatever happens on this, I'm still in the bigger picture going to be a success. Did that have to do that nothing to lose phrase mindset? Did that have something to do with your success currently? I would say that it is. And I'm actually very fortunate to be able to do freelancing full-time immediately before. Because I was so young, as I've said, I was fresh out of college. And to be honest, when I started freelancing, my mom was still the one who was supporting me. And I was really on the advantage side because I had nothing to lose. Even if I fail, it's okay. I can always move forward. But I'm not that kind of person who, who fails once and then gives up. I've failed multiple times in this journey. I've been rejected multiple times in this journey. And if I had given up because of those rejections and because of those failures, then I wouldn't be seeing the success that I have right now with my design business and with the Six Figure Designer Academy. You know, when you're in that situation, when you have nothing to lose, there's no way but up. Take advantage of it. Do not take it easy. Do not stay comfortable because comfort is really our number one enemy here. Even if you're comfortable, you know, you have nothing to lose. There's no way but up. Do not take it easy. If you have a goal, go for it and do not stop until you achieve it. That's really my mantra. Even though I am the youngest of all the five siblings, my other siblings already had their family. So I'm the only one responsible for my mom now. And now I have this responsibility and that's really what pushes me to achieve the goals that I have for myself right now. But when I was starting, I really had nothing to lose. Love that. Because I feel like that mindset is just, you know, one of the most powerful things you can have. Because it's the same case for me when I got to Dubai. I'm like, nobody knows me here. It's not like, mm -hmm. one, nobody knows me. At the same time, I'm like, it's not like I have a family to feed. I even feel like when you have a family to feed, you have responsibilities. There's even more fire because you're not just doing it for yourself. You're also doing it for others. So I want to yes. recognize the different situations, uh, different scenarios of people building their own businesses. I definitely feel like there's so much success that can happen once we decide that no matter what my circumstance is, I'm not going to stop until this becomes a success. So I think that was the like the foundational principle that was running um, 
the, our lives and our decision making, especially when we're starting early. I want to go into the big decisions that you have made, Sheen, because you've mentioned early on you did AVA course. Secondly, you did OBS as well. So you, you try different things. Are there other big decisions that you have had to make in the back end in order for this to work? Or has it always been the investment? Because for some, like me, investment is a very crucial thing, but I would always do it in a heartbeat. What other big decisions happen behind the scenes, if there are any? Aside from the investment, the other big decisions that I had to make was delegating. Because I am the kind of person who likes to do everything by herself. Because I know my work ethic. And whenever I do something, I make sure to do it excellently. And I have this fear that what if I hire this person Mm. and she's not able to deliver the things that I can deliver for my clients. Because truthfully, my clients hire me with a design agency because of me, because of my work ethic, because of the work that I can deliver. And what if this person that I am going to hire feels to deliver this? Or what if I don't make the the investment back if I hire this person? And for me, that was one of the biggest decisions that I had to make because I had to let go of control. And I had to trust that this person that I am going to hire is going to do the work excellently. And that is why last year, I finally did that. I finally hired a virtual assistant. I also hired a lead generation expert. And I found that people are actually so much better than what we think. They could actually deliver if you trust them enough to deliver. And if you do the screening process properly, if you really choose, you know, the person that you are going to hire, if your goals and your values are aligned. I found in that situation, I've always told you, coach, that I'm always postponing the delegation part. Yeah. So you have this fear, but it was just a fear. I found that people are actually better than what I think they can actually deliver excellently and sometimes even better than what I can do because my lead generation expert she's so good at what she's she's doing she's even better than I am at lead generation and I'm so glad that I was able to hire that person and let go of the control for my business Hey, hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I know that many of you who listen to the Scale on Socials podcast are also entrepreneurs. So I recorded a free masterclass where I explained step-by-step how I sign premium clients for my social media agency month after month. The same strategies and systems, you guys, helped me make a full-time income as a business owner and have more time to travel around the world and be with my family. That's the best thing about it. I will leave the link in the show notes so you can watch it for free. Now back to the episode. I am in 100% agreement with you because it's one thing to build a business from the ground up. It's another thing to build it, you know, from where it is into scaling it. Because this is something that Gary Vee talks about a lot, that we are very lucky when we have people working with us and they treat our business as if it is theirs. But I feel like it is a very different scale you know, growing your business to a certain stage, serving your clients, it's a hundred percent different skill to be a leader, to manage people, to let people feel that in your space, they can be themselves in your space. They can flourish, that they are trusted. And that requires a lot of letting go, which so many of us are having a hard time doing. When I hired the very first, I'm like, why did I not do this sooner? Why did I not delegate sooner? I'm like, my life is just so much better. So an example of that is for social media, when when a contract comes in, generally you have to, and and for you, you did social media, you did, um, you're now doing brand and design. You're taking a look at it. You can actually have the full amount for yourself, or you can take a, a little bit of it, have someone get a chunk of that as well, do the job. And now you have more time and freedom to sign more clients. So what you're really doing with that decision to let go, to trust is to allow more clients to come to you for you to earn more, for them to earn as well. And for just more support to be generated in your circle. And I feel like that's something that people don't see because it is easy to say, I want it perfect. I want it excellent. Which brings me to the next 
value that I think is so, so important when it comes to leadership. How are you cultivating the power? How are you cultivating the skill and the confidence of the person working with you without fear? Because a lot of people, they perform well because they're fearful of the leader. And then there are kinds of people where they perform well because they genuinely love you as a leader because you treat them right. You allow them to grow and you don't punish them when they make a mistake. So I feel like that is a discussion that this industry has to make because people come into my DMs, you guys, telling me, may I'm stuck at 5K. I'm like, of course you're stuck. You're not delegating. You're taking everything for yourself. And this is why I really, I, I really um, hats off to people who have gone through the process and understand that there is a better way than ha- handling everything on your own. And it is also a deep skill in taking a lot of courage when you decide to trust a person. But with the right people in the business, I think that's where growth really comes and the scaling really comes. That brings me to one of my next questions. I just, I don't want to let this question go because you said earlier, you have the creating a course is a big decision. Delegating is a big decision. Enrolling into and having an investing in yourself is a big decision. But you mentioned it just it just popped in my head during the time where you decided to make it big, November of that year. You said you had no clients, and then you made a shift in your mind. I want to make this big. This is going to be a full time, a successful thing for me. What were the actions that you've taken following that decision? Because you made a decision, but you still had no clients. So of course, you had to put in the action to actually get the client. So Sheen, can you take us through the maybe the strategy or tactical side of what you actually did? First, what I did back then was to set up my Instagram business account because I didn't have a business account before November. I only had my personal account and I was finding clients through Facebook. So what I did is I followed the strategies of the previous coach that I hired. I enrolled in before before working with you, coach. I followed her strategies and she told us in that course to show up as well on Instagram. And that's what I did. So I actually started posting valuable content that my ideal clients would, would find on Instagram and would actually make them trust me. Because in order for them to buy from me, they have to trust me first. And that Mm. is why, even though I feel like no one sees my value posts, my valuable content, I keep on doing it because I know that there is someone watching and it's just going to be a matter of time till I convert them into a paying client. So that's the first thing. I showed up on Instagram. I always posted consistently, showed up in the stories, tried to show myself in the stories. I also did lead generation in Facebook. So what I did was that I joined Facebook groups wherein my ideal clients are hanging out. And then I am posting valuable content in those Facebook groups. I would be able to capture their attention, especially posts that showcase the kind of work that I can deliver for them. That really captures their attention. And there are people who get interested because of those posts. And then I would find messages on my inbox wanting to work with me. And then, of course, in Facebook groups, there are also people who are posting hiring posts. They're basically looking for brand and web designers. So I, I comment on those posts. I drop the link to my profile. And then they could contact me in my profile. And there's also a lead capture in my profile wherein I am able to get their emails and then their Instagram handles so that I could nurture them through my social media and through email, which is such a smart move. Because when they access the lead capture or the services and pricing guide, they have to give me their information before they Mm -hmm. get to access that. And that is already an indicator for me that they are a hot lead because they wouldn't be accessing that services and packages guide if they're not looking for a brand and web design package. So if they don't book a call with me, it's okay because I was able to get their information and their emails and I'm still able to nurture them through email and social media. So that's the second. I joined Facebook groups. And yeah, I think those were my main strategies back then, posting valuable content being visible on Facebook groups, as well as the lead capture. 
And and now I'm doing direct outreach. Back then, I, I wasn't doing it because I didn't know it yet. But now I'm doing direct outreach for DM selling or selling the DMs with, with my clients. That is very smart. And if you guys notice, honestly, even up to this point, like the things that we teach are not very complicated. It's the simple ones. But it's not that that is difficult. The difficult part is when you're seeding and when you are inside the Facebook group, when you're sending the direct outreach, when you started to do so, when you're responding to job posts and creating your Instagram, and then there's no result that's coming in just yet. Absolutely. So that impatience that you feel every single day is, is so real. So Sheen, how did you navigate that when you're putting in a lot of effort and the results are not coming in yet? What was going on in your head and how did you handle that? Your words really stuck with me, Coach. That's why I'm so thankful that I was in your space back then. Because you're always telling us that there is a time for seeding. There is a time for planting your seeds. And you do not have to adopt the strategies. I guess it really all starts in your mind. Because I do believe that in order for you to become a six-figure designer or a really successful online entrepreneur, you have to, you got to have that mindset. And you couldn't focus on just what's happening now, that there's no messages coming in your inbox. You have to focus on the big picture. You have to trust that the strategies have worked for others. They've been patient doing it every single day consistently, even if they don't see the results yet. And it worked for them. You have to replicate that. You have to do that as well and be patient as well because results wouldn't come on the first week Maybe not even on the second week. It would come a month, two months later. But the important thing is they will come. You shouldn't just quit when it's hard, when you don't see results. Because you have to trust the process. You have to trust your system that it's going to generate results. You, you couldn't just quit when the going gets hard because you wouldn't be able to see the success if you quit on your first tries. So, yeah, I think it really boils down in the mindset, Coach, that you have to keep on going even if you don't see the results yet and trust that your harvesting season will come because it did for me. And I know that it did for you, Coach. Your harvesting season came for you. There were so many students enrolling in OBS. And when you were starting out, it wasn't like always like that. And when I was starting out, it wasn't always like that. I kept persisting. I kept on pushing through. And now I am achieving the results that I want. I have manifested my dreams into reality. And you have to trust your vision. You have to hold that vision. You have to trust the process. Man, you are making me cry. You're making me emotional because this is, <laughs> this is so real. It. You guys who are building your business, you know how it is when you're planting the seeds and it's not coming into fruition yet. And this is really where faith comes in. This is where the real meaning of trust is tested. This is where your patience is really has to be held in place because so many people, they, they quit before the going gets good. We don't reach the part where it's time to harvest because we've already gone out of the space. And this is what I, I wish people would understand more, would understand better, is that the day you plant the seeds is not the day that you will harvest the fruits. We have to plant and we have to water and we have to, there's so many things that we have to do and we do not see the results yet. And I feel like genuinely what's killing people, why people are building businesses and they're anxious and they're worried is because they don't understand that they have to let go of instant gratification. Instant gratification. Exactly. I posted a reel. Why is it not trending yet? I sent my direct messages. Why am I not reaping the results yet? I'm doing this. Why stop counting what you put in and use that energy instead to think of how can I make this sustainable for me? So for me, what I do is really to always reconnect to the vision. On days when there's no messages coming in at that time, when there are no inquiries, when there, there's no interest working with you whatsoever, you think of the vision. You think of what I, yes. where do I want to take this? Who do I want to be? What impact do I want to make? Because when your mind is connected to that, 
then you're reminded why you're doing this in the first place. And I think that's such a powerful reminder that we have to do a better job of reminding each other. And this is why community is important. This is why being mentored is important. This is why following the right people on Instagram is important because there are also people who say that, oh, I did this and then I got the result in like one week. And that gives you an instant gratification injection of like, oh, this person got it. Why am I not getting it? So long story short, I think one instant gratification is something that we all have to start letting go of. Secondly, we have to understand that we have to plant and plant and plant. And I promise you, there will come a time where you will be harvesting and you'll thank yourself for planting so much. I even feel like you and I, Sheen, and so many people in the industry, we're early. I'm not in the game for 10 years. I am a baby in this game. So like, I am willing to be in this even when I don't get everything that I want immediately because I'm here for the long haul. And that is how you you also understand how passionate you really are for that thing based on how long you can stay there. If I'm just taking a look at, you know, coaching is, is a thing where you can't force it. You have to be patient. You have to build it. You have to build it slowly. You have to put one block after another. I feel like I would do whatever I can to be able to continue practicing it in order for me to build it into a place where it, the foundations are there. So when someone comes in and says, oh, but I'm doing this and it's been six months and it has not taken off, I want to remind you that we're just very, very early in the game. So patience, Mm -hmm. release the instant gratification, understand that it does take time and great relationships take time. It's not like you meet, you know, a good looking guy and you're like, let's get married today. No, that doesn't work with your clients as well. So I just think that really needs to be said and to be lived by. And you and I, Sheena, as now you're already, um, you're mentoring people. I'm mentoring people. So many of you guys who might watch this in the future, you're going to be mentoring people. This is a value that you have to instill in your people. You have to teach them to be there for the long haul. Otherwise, they will give up easily. And what does that, you know, make of us as coaches? When we have the capability of influencing someone, influence them in a way that will make them hold on to their dreams and be there in the long run. Oh my gosh, there's a lot to be said. This is a whole conversation, but I want to move on to my next question. I have just a few of them left. We we could talk about this forever, but I want to ask you, Sheena, when you started, you were doing VA courses and there's a ton of things. Mm -hmm. You're not confident right away right it's like there are things you go through imposter syndrome what was the journey behind when it comes to you going from i'm a beginner into i can absolutely nail this because we see you online now you you know what you're doing you know what you're teaching your clients trust you what's the journey from i'm a starter into i'm now absolutely confident with what i can give oh my gosh (laughs) there were lots really because i don't share the struggles the challenges, the breakdowns that I had to go through when I was starting out and there were no clients. I didn't share that. What people see are the highlights of my online business. But if you're listening to this right now and you're a beginner right now, you're feeling the imposter syndrome and you're feeling like you can't do it, just know that everybody goes through that because everybody was once a beginner. I was once a beginner. And when I was a beginner, my gosh, I didn't know what I was doing back then. All I know was that even though I do not know what I'm doing right now, as long as I have the motivation, I have the determination to really learn and to really get good at what I'm doing, I know that eventually I will be able to become an expert. And so even though I was a beginner, I kept on upskilling. I kept on learning the thing that I want to become an expert at. And it wasn't overnight. It took me years before I was able to perfect my process. It took me years before, you know, I can deliver a website within a week. Because when I was starting out, I was doing websites for like two weeks, three weeks. I was developing them because I was still figuring it out. And in that phase, there were clients who trusted me. Even though I am a beginner, But now clients trust me because I am an expert and know that even if you're a beginner right now, you will also become an expert as long as you do not give up, as long as you keep on learning, you keep on pushing yourself to become an expert at what you do. 
there will be lots of imposter syndrome, lots of self-doubt. Why should my client hire me? Am I even the best person to, to do this project? But that's not the question that, you know, you have to answer. That That is the question that your client has to answer because he or she is the one who is hiring you. And if she trusted you enough that you can deliver the job excellently, then do your part. Do the job excellently, even though you don't know what you're doing. Because trust me, even if you don't know what you're doing, you will be able to find a way to figure it out. Because you're coming from a desire to really serve your clients the best way that you can. And if you have that desire, they will see that. They will see your perseverance to, to give your best, even though you're a beginner. And just don't be too hard on yourself when you're a beginner because it's really hard when you're in the, when you're in the beginning stages of your business. Because... You know, just like a baby, you need to learn how to uh, crawl. You need to learn how to, uh, before you can stand up, you need to learn how to crawl. You know, you will, you will really go through that, those hard stages. But eventually, you will also learn to stand and then you will learn how to walk. That's a metaphor that Coach Me always tells us. And it really stuck to me whenever I'm being hard on myself. Because when I started my coaching business, I was crying because I don't know. I don't have, I don't know. I don't have prior experience of coaching. I'm not a teacher. I'm a communications graduate. All I know is I have this desire to serve the people who needs my help. And that enabled me to do the things that I never knew I could do. So come from that place of help. Come from that desire. Set that your intention in your heart that all you want to do is to serve your clients the best way that you can. And eventually, you will get better at what you do. 100%. I agree. That metaphor came from a friend of mine, Aksa, who is my bestie, my mentor. And when she said that, I'm like, you are a freaking godsend genius because that has stuck with me since then. And it's just like, it's true for everything, right? Anything you do is uncomfortable at first. You don't expect your newborn child to be running in the park. You would be terrified if the child has not crawled and has not walked. And I feel like that's what so many people are experiencing right now because they're seeing other people on social media absolutely amazing at speaking on camera, on delivering on clients, on handling big clients. Like all of this used to make me like give me sweaty palms whenever I would go on a Zoom call with, the, with a prospect client. I would sweat. It feels hot. It feels warm because. There's discomfort. Whenever we are normalizing something, it's uncomfortable, but it does get normalized as we do it. But I would say, very importantly, there's no shortcut other than experience. Your experience will build the confidence. You won't be scared of a big client when you've handled a client before. And there is always a first time for everything. And one thing as well that I want to emphasize is when you're doing this, when you're doing the uncomfortable, there is always a risk for mistakes. And so there also has to be in that process so much grace to yourself. How much grace are you giving yourself when you make a mistake? When you don't, you know, deliver what you thought in your mind would be possible. So a combination of doing what you can, all your best, and also giving yourself grace when it's not on par with how you expect it. Perfectionism paralyzes so many people. But one thing that Alex Hermosi has posted that has stuck with me is he said, outwork your doubt. Your output will squash your doubt. You, you can't avoid doubtful times. But when you see the evidence that you know what you're doing, it gets squashed. You move from, okay, I'm doubt I was doubtful, but then you know what? I have these results and I have these clients, then that reminds you of how amazing you are and how amazing you will be when you keep going. Outwork the doubts. Okay. Yes. Well, this is so juicy, but I have two more. I promise, Sheena, I'm going to let you go soon. I hope you don't have a call after this, but... It's so yeah. fine. I'm actually <laughs> enjoying is... our conversation. Oh, I love this. I think we should do more of it. Um, one is that, there were times uh, you've been very vocal about this online, burnout, overworking, mm -hmm. when we want to have excellent results and excellent materials. 
we work so much and you're one of the people who like pours in for excellence. How do you handle that? And what have you learned about yourself? And how are you using that now to navigate? You don't get yourself to a place of burnout. I've experienced burnout several times in my business, especially when I was starting out. And I had a goal after goal after goal. I wasn't stopping. I didn't set boundaries for myself back then. That's why I got burned out. I was working six times a week back then and only had Sundays off. And as a freelancer, I totally get that, you know, we want to keep on working. We're so hardworking and workaholic. But when you reach the point of burnout, you will be paralyzed. It will feel like you, you wouldn't even want to show up. You wouldn't even want to do your work. And that is really something that we should all avoid by taking intentional breaks. That's what I realized for myself as well. That's why, you know, whenever I'm going to do a big launch, I make sure that I was able to rest the week before or even just the weekend before the launch because I need that. Because launches, they take a lot of energy. You are going to show up every single day during your, your launch. And I have to make sure that I take intentional breaks in order to prevent burnout. Because when I reach burnout, it paralyzes me really. I don't even I don't even want to go out of bed, get out of bed. And the only thing that pushing that's pushing me to get out of bed are client perks because I have to deliver. But I know that I'm not doing my best. I'm not able to give my best to my clients if I am burnt out. That's why I always remind my students and myself that you have to rest. Rest is a money-making activity. It is a productive thing to do because when you rest, you recharge and you give yourself the time to recharge, to be able to come back stronger and ready to serve your clients excellently. And of course, we always want to serve our clients excellently because we're in the business of, of service. That's a number one priority. So take intentional breaks and always take care of your health because if you get sick, you'll even be more paralyzed. You wouldn't be able to do the work that you have to do because it's so hard. You have, you have fever, you have cough, you have colds. It's so hard to function when you're sick. But if you're taking care of yourself while you're doing your work, setting boundaries, intentional time for rest, then you wouldn't have to reach that point when you have to take the whole month off just to be able to rest. That's why right now, my boundaries is that I am going to rest during uh, Wednesdays. That's why today I didn't exactly work. And... I am going to take Sundays off. And December, I'm planning to just work on the first week of December and the rest are going to be uh, the time for me to recharge because we don't have days off as business owners and we have to set that for ourselves. Totally. And it is our responsibility to be the best versions of ourselves. Like, we are so done with the, I mean, for me, at least we're so done with the hustle culture. There's a ton of beliefs that we have to overcome. And, and some of them are things that have been taught to us from childhood, such as things like no pain, no gain. Like you have to outwork everyone. I definitely believe there is parallel possibility for you to be making as much or even more than you're making while you are well-rested, while you're able to have time for your family. And I think all of that is possible, but you have to believe it first for yourself and then make the action, you know, get moving to really make sure that you are responsibly doing what you have to do, such as working out like it is never a badge of honor to say I did not eat because I was working so hard. I'm like, hello. You won't be able to work if you're not eating. Like, this is just, for lack of a better word, this is just stupid. Like, I don't think we will be able to function if you're sick, right? So I feel like we have to start responsibly living by that message and spreading that message that we have to take care of ourselves because without you, there's not going to be any business. There's not going to be a leader. There's not going to be anything at all. And so... 
that is something that I advocate and that is something that I feel like we should all be doing. Additionally, it's like not stopping for gas and just keeping on driving even when, you're, when your tank is low. Does it make sense? You have to stop. You have to put things in place. And I feel like it can be normalized in the future. Working out first thing in the morning, even if that's just 30 minutes. This can look different for moms. I understand that. But also just having prioritized a five-minute tea in the middle of the day would help you out a ton if you feel like that would make you feel good. I personally reward myself by, you know, I have gone a bit on, on the level up for this because I really intentionally planned this to have a trip outside of the country every, every quarter. And so like when I do that, I'm like, I am so excited to get back into the office. I'm so excited to work. This is mm-hmm. me and my own operating system. Sheena, you have yours. And I think for the people listening to us, what is your operating system? How well do you know yourself? How do you know when it's time to rest, when it's time to stand up, when it's time to eat? Like you have to know what works for you. And I think it's just important that we emphasize that because there's no income goal. There's no business without you. Yes, and here in the Philippines, it costs so much to be in the hospital. It would literally drain your bank account. So better take care of yourselves. A hundred percent. And one, one thing is that you don't wait for anyone to tell you this. You know yourself. You know your body, right? And it is an investment more than anything to be at your top health because then you can show up every single day. And it, it, I think it's not even a... Thing that we have to emphasize the importance of it has to be something that is normalized in your daily in your daily routine last but not the least i want to ask this question sheen because i know this can be personal you are now mentoring people if you could mentor your younger self when you were just starting out what would you say to that person because there's a lot of people listening to this who might need to hear that that person who didn't have a business who didn't have clients who only had a vision not really anything in reality yet. If you were to mentor that younger version of you, what would you tell her? I would tell her that she doesn't know the success that lies ahead of her. And I'm so glad that she's stubborn (laughs) and that she doesn't stop until she achieves her goals. And so I want to tell her that... Right now, you might be having hard times. You might be having hard time learning this skill. You might be having hard time learning branding and web design. But who doesn't have a hard time when you're a beginner? Everyone goes through those beginning stages of their business, and it's always hard. And if you just push through that phase, through the beginner phase, you will be able to achieve the results that you want. You really just have to push yourself and allow yourself also to become a beginner because when you're a beginner, you will make a lot of mistakes. You will encounter horror stories with clients. All of that, all of the things that you went through as a beginner, it all molded you into the person that you are now, into the excellent service provider that you are now. And be more patient with yourself Do not kick yourself in the butt or pit yourself just because you can't do something excellently now because you're a beginner. And allow yourself to be a beginner. Allow yourself to go through the process. But hold on to that vision. Hold on to that vision of yourself when you have it all already, when you're an expert already. Because if you just trust the process, if you just allow yourself to go through it all, eventually you will reach that point when you already have everything that you're ever dreaming of. So just hold on, even though these are tough times, because eventually you will already see money in your bank account every day. You will be able to, to manifest your dreams into reality. That is amazing. Sheena, I cannot thank you enough for sparing time for this interview. I I know that this is just like very little of what we can impart. Um, I feel like we should all be more connected. We should all show more of the other side of the highlights because this is really what this journey is about and we don't have to do it alone. And I can't thank you enough for sharing all of these nuggets. And I also know that 
you have a ton of people to help, that there's so many more people who will experience your mentorship and, and your services. I would love the audience to know, how can they work with you? What should they be looking forward to from your brand in the coming year, this 2023? You can work with me through my done-for-you services. So these are branding, web design, and design support. So... I've been doing this for about three years and I've been an expert already and I can definitely help coaches and service providers build lead generating websites. Go to my website www.chinaincodigital.com to get to know more about my services and I also have a coaching program, self-paced program actually. It is called the Six Figure Designer Academy. Basically, my mission is to help Filipino brand and web designers hit 100k months consistently through branding and web design. So basically here, I help you solidify your design business foundations, market your business, build your premium design process so you can scale it to six figures consistently. And you can visit www.sixfiguredesigneracademy.com to see all of the results that my students are already achieving after investing in the program or you can message us here on Instagram at China and Co. Digital so that we can pre-qualify and actually see if you're a fit for the academy. Awesome. Again, Sheena, thank you so much and you guys for tuning in. I'm so elated. I am so grateful. I cannot believe I get to witness the amazing journey that Sheena has gone through and I just know that there's so many more to come in the future. You guys, thank you for tuning in. There are more of these to come. And I wish that this has given you more value. All right. Bye-bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Scale on Socials podcast, the show for action takers who are ready to turn their goals into reality. If you found value in this and would like to work closely with me and my team and learn how to sign premium clients online, here's what you have to do. Go to my Instagram at Make It Happen, that is spelled as at M A E K I T Happen, and send me a DM with the word OBS. That's letter O B S. My aim is to help social media managers and service providers turn your skills into an actual profitable business. We will teach you the strategies, the steps, and the tools that you need so you can be consistent in getting high quality clients and serve them with confidence. Again, head over to my Instagram at Make It Happen and DM me the word OBS and we will have a quick chat to see whether or not I can help you scale online. All right, I'll speak with you soon and don't forget, we have one life. Live it to your best today. Bye.